0: You are listening to The Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula.
1: On Wake Up and Live This Morning, we have a pastor, Thomas Hadebe, who is a life coach and an author. Um, pastor Thomas Hadebe is going to help us understand um, why none of us, none of us are born by mistake. We are not here just willy-nilly. Uh, we are here by God's purpose and design. And um, how do we discover this purpose and understand how to you know, weather the storm. That's the conversation this morning. A very blessed morning to you, Mfundisi. See, how are you doing this morning?
0: Morning, Siswam. Are you good?
1: It is cold, but I am strengthened and I am blessed and right. <laughs> I'm
0: fine, man. Just having a hectic time. Have a massive conference coming um, next week. So it's just keeping me yeah, so hectic, you know, keeping your prayers, guys and whatever. Yeah, support it's um it's a leaders, pastors um summit, you know.
1: Okay. Yeah. Tell us about it, leaders and pastors summit. Uh what's the, the, the main topic there who is going to be attending?
0: Okay, look, we, we call it we call it the journey, you know. Um people with the calling pastors uh within the Fivefold ministry, um, young and old, you know, in twenty in 2019, in 2019, I took a sabbatical because I have been like 30 years in the ministry. And then, you know, God communicated some things I didn't understand then, but during the COVID, that's when those things started making sense when we lost a lot of pastors, you know, and uh, a lot of pastors got discouraged. And you must remember, these are people who are dealing with people, you know, um, they, were, they, were, they were fatigued, depressed and, and all that. So we are saying, come, let's sit down, let's talk. We've been preaching, but we need to sit down and engage, you know, and talk issues. Look at uh, where we come from, where we are and where we're going and where are we taking uh, our people to, you know, bring hope and have that revival. You know, one of the mistakes that we we tend to do is that caregivers are not taken care of, you know, when we yeah when we go to the hospital we focus on the on the patients we forget the nurses we go to the prison we deal with the prisoners forget the 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 warders. you know Uh, when we go to the school we motivate the students and forget the teachers and these are the hands that are supposed to be carrying this inspiration or motivation that we've brought into that space so just like pastors there's so much focus on the sheep more than the shepherd and uh, we, then we get to hear a lot of scandals. And most of them, when you sit down with them, you realize they've been going through so much and they never had a moment to detox. You know, they are always giving and giving and giving. And then the emotions are saying, "Tina, we are tired. Your gift is spiritual, but Tina, we are emotional. And the body says we are physical. Actually, one of the things that when I, when I became vegan a few years ago, um, I I, I look at the research, and the research was saying most township uh, leaders don't live long. Ghetto leaders don't live long because of the kind of job that we do, and also we don't look after ourselves. And I started changing my life, how I eat, started training, you know, looking after myself. And I felt that if we share this nicely and kindly with more leaders, it can it can motivate others, you know, Mm. to say because. You remember I said I said last time when we were talking I said we tend to boost with our achievement to boost with our achievement instead of boosting others you know sure. so yeah we need to inject life on
1: it, it, it seems like it's going to be a very powerful uh, summit for leaders and leaders want to join um, that particular uh, summit how do they do so
0: I'll give you I'll will give you producer the poster and then all the details are there, and then you can help us spread the message.
1: Excellent. We will really
0: appreciate We Excellent. will really appreciate
1: Thank you so very much. Now, this today you are helping us understand uh, how to discover our purpose. Um, a lot of people, uh, like you say, are dejected and distressed and, you know, uh, just they're, they're fatigued. Uh, life is not easy. I don't think it was designed to be easy, but sometimes more difficult than at other periods. So how does one discover their purpose within the storm? Uh,
0: I'll quote the words of my mentor, who I had an opportunity to spend time with him before he transitioned. You know, um, Dr. Miles Monroe. He's got a powerful quote. He says, um, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. It's a powerful quote. Ever, it's a powerful statement.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's important that we understand the why. You know, we tend to be so focused on the what. You know, but it's important that we understand the why. Why am I here? We have a lot of people today because of the challenges that they've gone through. And people are moving from one negativity to another, from one challenge to another, one storm to another. And someone see the glimpse of light in their lives, and all of a sudden things disappear. And others, they were like moving from hero, I mean from zero to hero. All of a sudden they're big, they're powerful. And again, they move from hero to zero. And then people begin to ask themselves questions, but um, am I am I a mistake? A mistake. Some of us are coming from families that make us feel like that. You know, you ask yourself that: Was I supposed to be here? Did they want me? Sometimes when they talk about um, the stories around your birth, you begin to feel like I was an unwanted child. You know, I was just an accident. I was brought in this space. You know, sometimes the parenting can give you can give you that feeling. You know, um, a, a siblings can give you that feeling. Everyday life challenges can make you feel like that. But that is just a feeling. That's not the truth.
1: Hmm. How do you deal with the feelings?
0: Those feelings now, you need to come back and say, all right, if if it was a mistake for me to be here, why would God permit me to be here? He wouldn't permit a mistake. I'm talking to someone who's probably born out of rape you know, uh, who's born out of a one-night stand. I want to say that there wouldn't be a way for you to reach out and be in this world if there was no reason for you to be in this world. That feeling, you need to deal with it by speaking to your mind. The Bible talks about the renewal of the mind. So you are looking at how you how you pattern your mind and don't allow your mind to preach to you. Don't allow your mind to teach you, but you teach your mind. Because remember, our feelings and our, our our feelings tend to influence our minds if our minds are not strong. So you've got to be mentally strong. How I how I move, I move from a premise of faith and the faith in God. So I go back to God and say, God, I need to know. Why am I here? What's my purpose on earth? So that even if you are doing a good job, it's important that you are doing what is, what is in the plan of God for your life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things can be so exciting, but they are not fulfilling. And sometimes you can find yourself in a space where you are not excited, but you feel I'm fulfilled in this space. It helps you choose your career. It helps you choose your path. It helps you understand the relationships around you. It helps you understand the breakups around you. It helps you understand the new relationships that are in your life. We don't relate with people just on the basis of feelings, but we must relate with people on the basis of our purpose, on the basis of our destiny, on the basis of, 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 of the plan of God for my life. And other people... I'm just going to withdraw from your life, not because of anything bad you've done, but they are just they are just not your tribe in terms of purpose.
1: Now, when it comes to purpose, um, I'm glad that you say there's things that might not be fulfilling, but um, they, 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 they touch that nerve of purpose. Um, and you might well not fulfilling but not exciting but they touch purpose Um, and there's other people who say no but this is my passion what's the difference between one's passion and one's purpose
0: your purpose is your calling your passion is your drive so passion is driving you to pursue your purpose it is not purpose it is not your calling, but it is a drive towards your purpose. In those times, I don't feel like waking up. I don't feel like being on the radio this time. I wanna sleep, <laughs> you know? I know what you but, mean. <laughs> <laughs> but deep down within my heart right now, I'm fulfilled as I'm doing this. You know, my my passion got me out of the bed so that I fulfill my purpose. My purpose is to transform lives. My purpose is to better people's lives. My purpose is to open people's eyes. My purpose, my purpose is to deal with the perception and 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 bring a certain perception. After you've concluded that you know what things are bad, things, you know. So my passion is, is 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 fueling me to focus and pursue my purpose. I hope I'm answering you.
1: Mm, no, you are. No, you are. It makes sense. So, you know how we, as adults, have young minds that we, we, we are constantly shaping, whether as aunts, as parents, as grandparents. How do we shape young minds to understand that they were born for a reason and they have a purpose to fulfill?
0: I was speaking in Val over the weekend, and one of the things I said, uh, guiding Guiding Parents, there is a program I have, um, capacity building for parents. One of the things I said, never raise your children as if you'll always be there. Never raise your children as if you'll always be there. Because you will make it difficult for them that if you are gone, they are not going to deal with the pain of losing you, but mm-hmm. they will feel like they're in life. So you must empower them with the skill to be able to outlive you, you know, and they live like you are not there while while you are there. Where does the whole thing begin? It starts by saying, whatever achievement I have is not only my hardworking, it's not just my passion, it's not how connected am I, but... It's because my children understand this. It's because I I discovered my purpose. And in discovering my purpose, then I pursued my purpose. So more than living for me as a parent, you see, I might be a motivation for you to want to have your degree, have your diploma, you know, achieve your, your PhD. I might just be an inspiration, but and the motivation. But you must understand that you are living your own destiny. So let them know, no matter how young they are, let them know that they are living life beyond themselves and beyond you as a parent. There's a purpose that they have to live for. It helps them as, as well. You know, the earlier you discover your purpose, the better your life is going to be some of us discover our purpose very late you know some of us some of the people in their 40s in their 30s they still find to, for trying to figure out and find out but if ever you look at most of the time the white um uh, uh race they they engage with their kids very early and you can realize you can see that if they see an athlete in the child very early they can see that this one is purpose to the to the mountain of sport you know, this one is purposed to the mountain of entertainment. This one is an academic. This one is a politician. You can see that they begin to release them very early. So that that is our role. That's what we need to do to our children. Let us not try to tell our children who we are, but let's release them to who they are. Let them understand that there is a purpose for their life.
1: Now, you know, Pastor Thomas, a lot of parents make huge mistakes when it comes to their children. Uh, They will want their children to live vicariously through them, right? Uh, So they live vicariously through their children. They would, uh, you know, instill certain, um, especially when it comes to careers, say, no, 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 Um, you know, I couldn't be a doctor, so I'll be so happy when you're a doctor. Um, You must be a doctor, Nganyam. I, I, how do we stop that sort of vicarious living and being disappointed when your child wants to be a radio presenter? Oh goodness, yeah, it's only for the strong at heart. But <laughs> that's what your child wants to do, that got personal. Eh? <laughs> it's always <laughs> <laughs> so. How do we do that? How do we how do we stop being those parents? Okay, um,
0: number one, we need to come back to ourselves and and acknowledge something and forgive our parents because they were doing what was done to them and then we get we tend to inherit that as well and want to do what was done to us so now we need to deprogram ourselves and reprogram ourselves and say my the, the child i have i'm just a steward this child is assigned by God for a certain purpose. And my prayer is that, God, let me be a support system to this child as they become who you want them to be. It is a general temptation for every parent to want your child to be something you want them to be. I think it's sort of, it's almost an, an, a natural instinct of wanting to keep your child, you know, they are good only when they do what you want them to do. And once they step out of the cave that you've created for them and the cage that you've put them, you feel offended. So as a parent, be free enough, you know, and, and sometimes, and sometimes, Patricia, um, it is our lack of self-esteem you know and today's children are, are assertive they understand boundaries they understand what they want so if ever we don't develop our own esteem if we don't develop ourselves then we are going to have a very um enslaving parental style i call it that mm-hmm. so now i need to come back to myself and say if i was given a chance i would be doing I would have done or I would be doing what I wanted to do. Do I want that for my children? No, you don't want the pain that you've gone through. So why we don't understand our children most of the time is because we don't have time with our children.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, we we just don't have time with our children. You won't understand anything that you give spare time. Nothing you give spare time that you can master, that you can understand. Anything that you give quality time, trust me, you can master that and you can give quality results out of that. We just don't have time with our children. So that's why we just want to tell them what to do. We don't want to hear what they want want to do, who they are, who they think they are. And sometimes let's allow them to try out
1: Trying new things. Yeah, let's allow them to try new things. Um, yeah, new things. Try new things. And, and, and also, I think it's it's not... You know, sometimes when you speak of time, we think it's physical uh, time, sitting, it's quality time, engaging with them. And even if parents are in the house... That quality time of engaging with children is hardly ever there. So we need to work on that. As we close off our conversation, um, Pastor Thomas, please just give us uh, the final pointers of enhancing ourselves and understanding our purpose.
0: Once you understand your purpose, then you'll understand that your journey is going to be unique. Number two, you will understand that the storms in your life are going to be unique, which means there are people who are going to run away from you, not because they don't like you, but because at that season, the storms are just challenging the personal purpose in your life. So sometimes you get bitter, uh, you hate people, you get hurt, and sometimes it's because you want to drag people into your journey, and our journey is not the same. I might like you, I might love you, even if ever we are partners, we are both partners, we are married, or we are are a couple, or we are siblings. I remember one day, these are the the closing words, I like this, this uh, this quote, The, the Bible says that the brothers of Jesus and his mother came to him while he was working, and then they told him and said, your mother and your brothers are outside, and Jesus said to them, my family is this one that I'm talking to. He was basically saying there are people that i'm connected with biologically but we are disconnected when it comes to, to peoples we must be we might be coming from the same womb but we are not going to the same destination
1: i hear you thank you so very much pastor thomas Hadebe. how do a get in touch with you
0: please meet us on our facebook for the conference, I'm just going uh, 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 to send to Amandla all the details and meet us there. All the pastors, all road go to Deben and It's just going to be powerful, life-changing, transformational. Same new thing.
1: And uh, on social media, how do people be- get in touch?
0: You go to Thomas Radebe Ministries. Also, there's my personal page, Thomas Radebe.
1: Excellent. Thank you very much, Uh until we uh, engage again.
0: Thank you very much, Swam.